Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School. Let's bring in the Husker Hall of Famer. Let's bring in Jay Foreman. 56-44, what's happening? What's up? Uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it, man. What's up with you guys? Ain't nothing to it but to do it. I was asked, I was texted a question for you, so I need to read this to you, uh, kind sir. It says, ask Jay Foreman, who is on his Mount Rushmore of linebackers? And Collins or pros? Pros, I think he was talking about. Uh, I'd probably say, uh, obviously Lawrence Taylor, uh, Ray Lewis. Uh, I'll probably like Junior say now. Um, I mean, we can just go with them three. You know, you could throw, uh, Jack Lambert in there as well. Um, Dick Buckus. There's all types of, there's all, I mean, you got all types of good dudes. Which? Bobby Bell, you know. You said Bobby Bell. You went back to the old Chiefs. Look at you, man, Buddy Bell. You went back to the dudes. They they had some dudes on that. Oh yeah, with L- 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 Lanier, uh, uh, Ed yeah, Lynch, Lanier, Lynch uh, yeah. on the filler. Yeah, that was a good group, man. Them dudes. That's he gave Minnesota the blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> gave them the work, man. Um, so we've been talking about. We're trying to figure out what it is that. Um, this 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 franchise was changing to right. What is this program changing to? Are they trying to? What is the thing right? Are they trying to get? Are they trying to win more games? Are they trying to make the fans happy? Is 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 it really as simple as as changing coaches will will get them more wins? Can it be that simple? Uh, I mean, if the, if it was that simple, you know, we would have been winning three, four coaches ago, right? I mean, so I don't really necessarily think it's just that simple, you know, changing position coaches and then all of a sudden, you know, Eric Dickerson is going to appear in a Husker uniform. I think it's a combination of things. And I think here's what people don't understand. You know, college football in this day and time is pro sports, whether you like it or not. So you have a job to do. And you get paid by your scholarship money, now your NIL money based on how well you do and how well you can build your brand is a lot of times, you know, predicated on, you know, how well you perform on Saturdays. And, um, you know, sometimes when position groups or individuals don't play well, you know, you know, coaches, you know, get let go. And uh, in this case, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, um, you know, they had to make make some moves. And, uh, you know, like I said, all four of those coaches work extremely hard. They're, they're good at what they do, so just because it didn't work out here doesn't mean that they don't know what they're doing. So, um, and, and again, couldn't be successful. I think it's just part of the time you're having a losing season. Uh, everybody's looking for, for you know, uh, I guess someone you know someone to blame um, or something like that. But uh, you know, guys weren't having performing whether it's a coach, players, combination. So, um, you know, I, I mean, they're trying to. They're trying to win, you know, and uh, they're trying to, you know, make adjustments or make improvements to, you know, put a winning product out there and, and um, you know, whether it's making adjustments to the coaching staff, who they recruit, how they recruit, you know, how the recruiting class is filled, 
you know, what, you know, how many scholarships they keep open for, I guess, the immediate transfer portal or the, you know, one that may be later after spring. Uh, you know, that's what they have people up there for roster management. And look, I mean, you never had roster management guy, you know, back in the 90s. You could, this is the real deal. Like you said, the corporation and, and uh, you know, it's, it's big business down here in Nebraska and it gets even bigger when you start to win. And, uh, you know, people want, you know, change sometimes or, you know, look to change, you know. Um, so it's just one of those things. I mean, you know, I know all four of those guys personally, you know, plus four them, but I think they're all good enough at what they do. They're all laying on their feet if they haven't already. And, uh, you know, moving on in the future, uh, you know, I'm assuming Trevor and those guys are going to go hire the right guys that fit the, the program, fit the identity, and uh, there's no time like the present, and there's, no, uh, there's not going to be any uh, lead time, you know. Gonna win next year and uh, put a good product on the field. So, you know, I wouldn't say it appeases the fans, but uh, you know, you can't you can't hire with your heart, and you know, you got to do it with your brain. Um, I'm not a big believer. I think I heard you know some guys on earlier like, uh, you know, we got to pay a million dollars for a coordinator. No, we um, you, you just need the right coach and the right coordinator that can get the maximum out of the roster that we have now, recruit, develop. And move forward. Um, you know, the price tag can take care of itself. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I heard the same thing when we were, not when Trev was hired, but prior, well, we're going to pay the AD. You don't go to negotiate Jell and Cable Town on what you're going to hire, you know, what you got to pay him. Right. You know, that, you know, that's negotiation negative one on one. You failed that class repeatedly. So they've got to find the right fit. Um, that fits what Scott wants and the identity of, you know, the team. And the personnel to be able to run, you know, whatever system it is that you know can fit what we got, and uh, you know, make it happen. So it's going to be, uh, you know, interesting. But you know, look, we got two games left, uh, very winnable games. Now they got to really, uh, you know, step up to the plate and compete. You know, this is going to show you, you know, who's real, who's not. You know, the talk and the tweeting and all that stuff is all good. But you know, when you get out there in the football field, nobody cares, and so. Uh, you got to go out there and, uh, you know, give it your best because not only to beat Wisconsin and Iowa, as you should want to do every single year, but if you're in one of those position groups um, and you're going to have a new coach, that's your resume tape, essentially, that they're going to look. They're going to probably look at the last four games. Right? And they're going to look at all season, but let's see how you ended the season when the chips are down, you know, um, how you practice and how you played. So, you know, don't think it's, you know, don't think you're absolved from, uh, you know, getting the Turk in the college form. You, you can, uh, you know, things can change very quickly, as you've seen in the coaching ranks. You can it change uh, maybe not as quickly, but quickly for a player. Jay, th- there's an assumption, of r- right or wrong, that all coaches in college football know each other. Like, that, you know, that there's a position open, so they all know each other and they're all they, they're one call away from getting whatever – offensive coordinator you want well that's just simply not true right right? so this is more about what who scott wants to work with in that position right more than as as anything else right yeah uh, yeah i mean look he's gonna uh you know uh he's gonna make the the hire that fits what you know he he's gonna view as the ceo's offense 
fits the personnel, fits the personality, you know, not just for one year because you're not hiring somebody like, hey, you want to come here? I know we're not going to make it work, but, you know, you want to come here. It's here to be successful and fit in and hit the ground running. So, you know, look, uh, yeah, they might not all know each other, but a lot of times in the coaching industry you kind of know, you know, somebody, and especially with agents and stuff like that, and you're going to interview them. So um, you're going to do background checks on, you know, you know, personality checks, background checks on candidates, and they're going to do it on the head coach because sometimes it might be a right fit for a coordinator, but the head, the head coach and him might not be a, you know, a good mesh. So it's got to be on both sides of the relationship that you're getting into, and that's why it's so it was so hard probably for Scott to let those guys go. They have relationships outside of football, but then also they spend a lot of time together, you know, trying to game plan and get things right. You know, it wasn't for a lack of effort. It was a lack of, you know, playing well. And um, so, look, it's a hard situation. A lot of these guys, these kids don't understand, you know, what the what really – goes on and goes into those situations, you know, they're probably looking at me and mad that their position coach got fired versus, you know, did I not play well enough or we not play well as a position group, but to put them on that situation, you know, there's got to be, you know, the accountability factor, the accountability factor has to be heightened uh, tenfold. And, uh, you know, and it's the little things that, you know, they're probably going to be a, you know, a big emphasis and that, cause that's what's going to take Nebraska to the next level in the, in the, the great thing about it, those things are changeable, you know, very quickly. The, the hard thing about it is you got to do it, and then you got to obviously it's something that you're going to have to change and be willing to face uh, consequences when you don't, and, and and so forth and so on. So it's a it's a good problem to have, um, but it's still a problem, and and, and it's just a problem that needs to be fixed. Jay, it's the day's today's news was JoJo Doman season has ended. Is there enough talent behind it to step right up and be impactful against Wisconsin at that position? Yeah, I think uh, Gifford would probably be up next and then uh, put a little bit more emphasis on the, uh, you know, the older guys that are, you know, there with uh, Garrett Nelson and, and Caleb Tanner. They can, you know, go in there and do the job. And JoJo was good at the kind of Swiss Army knife type of deal in that situation, kind of whether like a nickel slash linebacker, sometimes safety. Heck, even sometimes corner, um, but you know he's he's out for the season, so you can't you know you can't you know replicate that you know very easily. But it's a team effort, you know, and um, you know he's on getting ready for the NFL or whatever. And now they just got to move on and, and uh, you know get their chance. And so you know look, it's you know they probably obviously everybody rather have them out there playing, but also these guys understand it's the opportunity to get out there and show your stuff. So. Um, you know, and then, you know, the, you know, everything, you know, working stuff out. It's a great opportunity to go out there and show what you can do because, you know, JoJo's been playing that position for, you know, better part of the last three seasons. So I'm sure those guys have been waiting to get their chance and just go out there and uh, end your business. It's still football, you know. You know, you, you know, see ball, hit the guy with the ball, cover the guy that you're supposed to cover, communicate, and uh, fly around and try to bring some heat. It's Thursday night, NFL football. Jake Sorensen will be on the sideline somewhere. Uh, the Dolphins go to the Ravens. It will not be Tua. It will be Jacoby Brissett behind center for the Dolphins. What do you expect? Oh, I mean, you know, beginning of the season, I like Brissett. I like the way he's played, you know, his whole career. Uh, but the few times he's played this year, he hasn't looked to his best. So, um, you know, I, I think he's a wily veteran that comes from, like, the New England Patriots type of, you know, tree. Um, I envision he's going to play pretty decent, but he's played the Baltimore Ravens, even though they're at home. 
And with the Dolphins without having a legitimate running attack and a kind of so-so type of defense, uh, they're in for some trouble. And it's a Thursday, Thursday night game, so generally it's a blowout. And I would envision that the Dolphins wouldn't be the team blowing them, blowing them out, especially since two is hurt. So um, I think the Ravens will win. Um, you know, they're eight-and-a-half favorites, so I think that's a pretty good bet there. Um, but this is a game that can get out of hand very quickly, you know, considering that what Lamar Jackson can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting some offensive weapons back. Uh, to help us passing. The defense is always going to be the Ravens' defense. It's a high-pressure defense. Uh, Wink Martindale is going to be bringing blitzes probably even 15 to 20% more. Uh, so I look the Ravens to be pretty dominating this game. Your thoughts, finally, before we let you go. Beckham Jr. to the Rams. Uh, I think talent-wise, it's a fit. You know, he's a vertical threat. Uh, you know, can make plays, so forth and so on. You know, it's just like, you know, Odell with a lot of people that take, you know, uh, high-profile jobs. You know, can you stay out of your own way? You know, it's uh, you're going from Cleveland to an extremely big market in L.A. where there's a lot of distractions. Maybe not as quite like uh, Las Vegas, but there's plenty of parties, plenty of A-list celebrities you get to hang out with, so forth and so on. So if he goes out there and, 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 and um, keeps his mind right, um, it's going to work out real well for him because, you know, they had Deshaun Jackson. Um, it was a deep threat, and you've seen it a couple times he got off. Well, then you got a guy that's a deep threat and can make, you know, the regular – he can run every single route, you know, route in the route tree, and he runs very, very well and catches explosive uh, player to go with, you know, Cup and Jefferson. And I like Henderson, the running back, and their offensive line I think is going to, you know, you know, obviously play up to their capabilities in Stafford. You know, I think it bodes well, well with them. And um, it's good to see. It's good to see the Rams – trying to make moves to get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, and they're not backing down. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be a good fit. And, and uh, I envision Odell, I don't know him at all, but I envision that he's going to be extremely focused and motivated to do well because um, he felt like he hadn't been get a chance, getting chances in Cleveland. So I, I think and assume that's part of the negotiation and, and, and the, the talk that he had with Sean McVay. And if, and if there's a coach that's known for drawing up schemes and everything like that, you know, he was, uh, you know, he's very well, you know, adverse to that. So I think it's going to work out well for him. I'd be very, very surprised if it didn't. Um, and I'd, I'd be very, very surprised if him personally didn't bring an extra <laughs> added bonus to uh, the Los Angeles Rams uh, very shortly. And, and what I mean in the first game he's playing, I think he's going to, you know, have a pretty, pretty big game. And he's got dudes around him, too. So, good stuff, Jay Foreman. Appreciate you, brother. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, man. Jay Foreman. That's good stuff across the board. We'll throw it a break. We'll close out old school and set you up for What's the Buzz with Buzzy Carruthers from 6 to 8 tonight. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.